Welcome back to this week's episode of Grief with Grace. I'm your host, Lori Latimer, and it is my honor to be with you again this week. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. So as I mentioned in either, it was either episode 138 or 139 last week, I am going to take a break for a few weeks after this episode. So basically, I'm going to take the month of April 2023 off. But when I come back the first week of May, I'm going to switch things up a bit. I've decided that I'm going to start releasing episodes on Thursdays instead of Tuesdays. When I took off the month of July last year, I came back with new cover art for the podcast. And so this time it feels right to change the day of the week. I like to switch things up. And Honestly, I get bored with the same old, same old. So I think the first Thursday in May is the fourth. So look for the next episode then. But let's get to today's topic. And actually, this fits perfectly with why I'm taking a break. I want to talk about something that is so important for women, especially when we're on a healing journey. And it's the idea of self-care and self-love. You know, this came to me from my own experiences, as well as working with my clients, because what I've learned is that there is often a lot of confusion between the two, or maybe a better way to say it is that people often think that they're one in the same and they're not, not at all. Self-care is something you do for yourself. And I'm kind of putting the word for in air quotes for people who are listening and not watching this on YouTube, but Yes, there are things like manicures and pedicures, massages, getting your hair done, um, getting a facial, proper rest and nutrition, being intentional about what you put on and in your body, what you consume from music to media, social media, TV, movies, to books you read. Do you make those choices with intention? Do you choose mindfully? Or do you just choose out of habit, kind of on autopilot without any thought whatsoever into any of it. Most people do live on autopilot. And when we do that, what happens is self-care then becomes obligatory. It becomes one more thing to do on the never-ending to-do list. I don't know about you, but I have what seems to be a never-ending to-do list. And that's okay, but self-care should not be one of those obligatory things that we do because we think we have to do or we think we should do. Because What kind of energy are we infusing into whatever it is we do when we come from that energetic space, that mindless, obligatory, oh, I have to do this or I should do that space? 
Self-love, on the other hand, is the why behind the self-care. That's what takes the the activities, the what of the self-care, and changes the energetics of it and turns it into self-love. Self-love is really about honoring yourself, honoring your body, your physical temple, your mental and emotional bodies, and your spirit. Self-love is really something you do without resisting it, without resentment or annoyance, without it being one more thing to do on that never-ending to-do list, right? So the self-care activities that we engage in may or may not be forms of self-love, depending again on the energy and the intention that we bring to them. So I invite you to consider this question, and really, I invite you to journal on this. How are you nourishing yourself? How are you nourishing yourself or are you nourishing yourself? Because all of those things that I listed, all of those examples can be forms of nourishment or not. Again, it goes back to the energetics that you're bringing to the things that you're doing. Nourishment is critical when we are on a healing journey. And I realized that earlier this year. I realized that last year I was starving myself, both literally and figuratively. And I'll I'll explain exactly what I mean. Um, my body requires protein, animal protein. I know some people have issues with that. I have tried vegetarian diets. I can't. I cannot do it. There are some people, depending on your lineage, your DNA, who require animal protein. I am one of them. I choose organic meats that are um, humanely sourced and all of that, but I do need animal protein in my body. And what was happening last year is I was getting up each day and I was drinking a smoothie. Now it was a healthy smoothie, but it didn't have the protein that my body requires. I was also under an extraordinary amount of stress last year in a certain area of my life. And as a result, I gained weight. I stopped walking and exercising like I had been doing. I was snacking throughout the day because I was starving. I wasn't drinking enough water. I wasn't sleeping well. I was overworking. I definitely was not nourishing myself properly. And what happened is I got sick and I got sick again and I got sick again and I got sick again. I got sick four times last year with bronchitis and I had not been sick in the nine years before that. And each time I got sick, I was sick for a month. So I knew something had to change. At the end of last year, beginning of this year, I did some deep reflecting on what was going on and why was I getting sick so often? I did a lot of journaling, a lot of meditating, a lot of reflecting. And I realized I was starving myself. And I was that one area of my life was not healthy for me. So I made the changes that I needed to make in that one area of my life. And then in the midst of making those changes when is when I realized that I had basically been starving myself. And I had probably been starving myself for a few years because I thought I was doing the healthy thing, right? Drinking green juice and, and healthy smoothies and that kind of thing. But that doesn't work for my body. Those can be in addition to, but not solely what I was consuming in the mornings. 
or I thought I was making healthy choices. And for some people I was, but not for me, not for my body. So what have I done? I started cooking actual breakfast over the past probably six or eight weeks. And I cannot begin to tell you what that's done for me. I have more energy. I'm satisfied, you know, physically until noon or even later some some days. I'm not snacking throughout the day or grazing as some people call it, which is what I realized I was doing. I share that very vulnerably because I was doing the massages, the manicures and pedicures, the regular chiropractic visits, walking my dog, the self-care things that I thought comprise self-love. And that's when I realized I was engaging in self-care, but not self-love. So another question for you to journal on is, where are you starving yourself? What area of life are you going through the motions, thinking you're doing the right things? But in reality, again, you're just going through the motions. You're taking the obligatory actions that you think mean that you're caring for yourself. But in reality, you aren't. You aren't truly showing yourself true self-love. And so the question is, why do we do this to ourselves? Well, there are a lot of reasons, but for women on a healing journey, it's usually because we don't feel worthy. And it's a subconscious thing. It's not it's not like I was waking up in the morning and saying, oh, I don't feel worthy of, of, of feeding myself properly. Not at all. Again, I thought I was doing the right things, the healthy things. But there was a level of worthiness other, underneath it. If we've been abused, if we've experienced deep trauma, if we've experienced profound loss, we on a subconscious level simply don't feel like we deserve self-love. It's and I wrote this in my journal. I don't have my journal with me, but I wrote I wrote a sentence that said, this is a form of self of subconscious self-harm. It wasn't anything overt. You know, it wasn't um, binging and purging, but it was a form of subconscious self-harm. Because in most cases, we don't realize what we're doing or why we're doing it. And yet we're doing it. And so we have to become aware of what we're doing and then look underneath, you know, peel back the curtain and see what's behind why we're doing what we're doing. So again, I, and I want to keep this episode shorter, but I invite you to journal on where you are starving yourself, what area of life, it could be physically like I was doing, it could be emotionally, but where are you starving yourself? And then ask yourself, where can you show yourself more self-love? How can you nourish yourself on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual? You know, another there's another reason why we don't feel worthy and why we neglect ourselves. Again, usually on a subconscious level, sometimes we're conscious of it and we do it intentionally and deliberately, but usually it's subconscious. But it's because of a deep-seated guilt that we carry. And that leads me to an invitation that I have for you. I want to invite you to something very special. Next Tuesday, April 4th of 2023, I am honored to be teaching a free workshop for Nikki Novo's Soul Aligned Workshop Series. Nikki is a mentor that I worked with a year ago, and she has invited some of the um, graduates of her courses to teach the, in this workshop series. And so it's my deep honor to do this. I'm going to be talking about transmuting the emotion of guilt from this lifetime and past lifetimes. So I hope you'll join me. Again, it's free, but it is 
such an important conversation, and it's one I'm excited to share with you. And I will leave a link to, sh- to sign up to that in the show notes. Um, also, don't forget that I have opened up extra space in my calendar for April of 2023 for my soul illumination readings. What I do in those is I will connect with your soul's energy to find out the energy that your soul is made of, the energy of where where your soul came from. And what this does, knowing this will help you live more in alignment with who you are at soul level, it makes decision-making so much easier because you'll know, is this in alignment with the energetics of my soul or not? Again, then it, it goes to intention. Are you making a decision with intention or on autopilot. It'll help smooth out some of the rough edges of life. If you have specific que- if you have questions about a specific experience or area of your life, this reading can give you so much insight into your soul's path. And again, I will be back with a new episode of Grief with Grace on May fo- May May 4th. Um I have some really amazing guests coming up in the next few months, but I need a few weeks off to nourish myself so that I can always give the best of me to you. And also to do some extra readings as we move into this new era with Pluto moving into Aquarius. This this movement is a big deal. If you didn't listen to episode 139 yet, go listen to that for more of an understanding about why that's such a big deal and how it's going to impact us for the next 20 years. If you sign up for a soul illumination reading, I can look at your birth chart to see where this is affecting you, what area of life it's affecting you in, what energies it could possibly like stir up for you so that you have some framework around this movement and around what you may experience over the next 20 years while Pluto is in Aquarius. All right. Until then, um, Please join me for the workshop on April 4th. Again, I'll leave a link in the show notes. And as always, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.